America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer, America's Land Auctioneer. I'm glad you could join us today. What a beautiful day. Appreciate everybody being with us. In studio today with me, America's Land Auctioneer, is Andy Murnock from Bowman, North Dakota. Andy Murnock is a native of Bowman, part of the famous Murnock Ranch. But more importantly for today's show, he is a very integral part of the success of Pfeiffer's Auction and Realty and Pfeiffer's Auctioneers. He actually serves as equipment manager for all of Pfeiffer's equipment auctions and also spearheads the efforts out of the Bowman office. How are you doing, Andy? Not too bad. How are you this morning? Good. Thank you for having or being in, in studio with me today and being my co-host. It's going to be Andy and I for the day. Uh, we could probably fill up about five hours, but we only have about 42 minutes of airtime today. We appreciate everybody being with us. And I think the last time we had a Pfeiffer's on was a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about land values all over the country. And Andy, what a year we have seen all over the country from Montana, North Dakota, Wisconsin, and South Dakota, land values all over the region. And you kind of live in that epicenter over there. We got the the three states coming together, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, a lot of strong values in land over in that area too. Absolutely. You know, the security that we're finding in the land market or the security in the land investment for buyers who have the disposable income around the around the tri-state area, I guess in the southwest part of North Dakota, eastern Montana, north northwest South Dakota, we're seeing a lot of strength top to bottom. And anywhere from the residential market to the commercial market to the vacation home market down on the hills to the, the, the ranch and real estate market and the, the land market and in our specific areas is gaining as much strength as we've seen probably since 2012-13. You know, and that, that basically parallels what the Kansas City Federal Reserve, the Minneapolis and Chicago Federal Reserve districts have said recently is that we have not seen such a strong increase annually in land values since 2013, according to those three Federal Reserve districts. So that mirrors and parallels what you're saying, Andy. Yeah, absolutely. We we obviously were were a big part of the uh, the the big land rush in in 11, 12, 13, uh, right through Western North Dakota, all of North Dakota with with Pfeiffer's obviously being being uh, one of the top land companies in the, in the uh, in the market at that time and continuing to grow through the through the land market and and now into the equipment market uh, as well. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. We get a lot of calls at Pfeiffer's and I know you do out of the Bowman office too, Andy, is a lot of people have been calling us recently over the course of the last 45 60 days and and again, we're not going to dwell on the drought today at all, but a lot of people have called and said Hey, how does the drought, how's the drought affecting land values? How has COVID affected, you know, the pandemic? How has that affected land values and that type of thing? And, and I think it's really important that we always remind everybody that's in the land business, whether you own land, you're buying land or selling land, that land, farmland in particular, 
is not subject to the gyrations of the stock market. For instance, if the president gets a cold, the stock market will drop two, 300 points. If something happens over in Afghanistan today or anywhere in the Middle East or anywhere abroad, it seems like there's going to be a dip in the stock market. It does not affect the farmland market at all. No, the fundamentals is really what, what drives the land market, and especially in agriculture. I mean, you can you can see some of these uh, unidirectional situations, uh, political situations, uh, control maybe a dip or two in the in the commercial side or the industrial side. But on the on the agricultural side, you know, we're, we're really driven by fundamentals. One of the big things, obviously, that we're watching is uh, – the impact of what could happen to 1031 tax exchanges, what's going to happen with capital gains, and of course, what the the near future, maybe even long term future, is going to look like for uh, interest rates. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because really, when it comes to the valuation of land, fundamentals do drive land values more than anything. So again, the answer to the question that people, a lot of people, have had is, you know, don't be consumed by all the chatter with all the other things taking place focus on the fundamentals and you touched on interest rates so basically interest rates commodity prices risk management which is federal crop insurance multi-barrel crop insurance those three things probably affect farmland values more than anything and we're obviously you talked about the interest rates near all-time lows in interest rates you can lock terms in for five years, 10 years, 15 years, or 20 years. But even commodity prices, really, Andy, for the most part, this past year have really not been all bad in comparison to the last four or five years. Yeah, you're right. The strength that we're seeing in the commodity prices here for the last uh, six or eight months with the uh, increase in revenue from from wheat and corn, and it's obviously uh, shown a lot of strength. We wish the Yields were better in Western North Dakota, so we could capitalize on the on the current market. But you're seeing a lot of the uh, the the old crop hit the hit the market now. Uh, we've seen the uh, the rally with the with wheat uh, specifically. You know, Andy, you you're in an interesting position in in, in your stage of life right now because you know you're not only part of Pfeiffer's and the great things that are going on in the Pfeiffer organization, but you're also part of the Murnac Ranch, one of the great ranches in all of the western part of the united states and one of the great hereford herds all out there obviously but you you also have hands-on experience day-to-day basically raising a crop cattle and all that type of thing how have how much have the different varieties of corn improved over the years for areas that are more susceptible to drier weather not necessarily drought but it seems to me that well i read a statistic somewhere that the average yield for corn improves or increases by 1.6 bushel per year in the state of North Dakota, which obviously is driven a lot by genetics, right, in different varieties. The genetic improvement in, in corn is, it, it's absolutely the, the, one of the keys to the success of, of raising livestock, especially in the, in the more arid climates of western North Dakota, eastern Montana, and I would almost disagree with the 1.6 increase in yield per year. We've been raising corn since the mid-80s, and for the difference in yield that we're getting now versus then, just strictly off of genetics is, is 
It's but unbelievable. Pretty incredible when you think about it. You know, I always thought, always, always, always remind my cattle friends that you know, before you're in, before you're in the cattle business, you're in the grass business. You got to have good grass, but you got to have a lot of feed too in this part of the world because you know you don't have a long growing season or grazing season either. So you do need a lot of feed and everything. But you know, over the course of the last twenty two years since I've been in the auction and real estate business. I've been really impressed. You know, I've been on your ranch many times and many, many hundreds of other ranches too. And I've been really impressed, especially over the last seven, eight years. Some of the crops, corn crops they raise in Western North Dakota. I think a lot of people would be pleasantly surprised if they drove from the Valley out to the West, how good of corn crops they actually have been raising over the last number of years. Don't you think? Yep, absolutely. You know, the biggest challenge we have is the consistency of our corn crop. You know, we're, we're really dependent on the weather a lot more than, than anybody really when you cross, start crossing the, uh, the Missouri River to the east. Uh, we can have three years of exceptional uh, moisture and, and, and crops that are coming like we did in 14, 15, 16. Then all of a sudden we, we catch a couple of arid deers. And then this year it's, it's, it's kind of a combination of a whirlwind storm, right? The, the drought that hit specifically in southwest north dakota and i know there's a you know it's pretty broad range of of a drought looks like they, almost the entire state of north dakota is, is listed as that as an extreme uh drought conditions but it's really kind of a, a black and white as you as you stair step across the state because there's there's little areas that have had really good moisture and then there's pockets where that we have you know we, we really haven't had any and the difference in in corn versus uh, east east to west here is really consistency from year to year, and you know it's not unfathomable to see 140 or 150 bushel of corn in southwest North Dakota, but it's pretty simple to see 60 and 70 bushel of corn, you know, at different times as well. You know, and again, it does come down to that moisture situation too. It's kind of interesting. We had Frank Olson on here recently too, and I remember a couple months back we had Lynn. Uh, Lynn Paulson on from uh, Bell Bank. He was on here too and talking about corn. And uh, uh, I remember the conversation we had with Frank Olson from North Dakota State University talking about uh, the quotient, the carryover of corn. And, you know, 40% of all of our corn is used for feed, 40% is used for ethanol, and the other 20% is exported. But right now we're at that carryover, carryover quotient of corn. Uh, uh, right around seven and a half percent, so we're well below ten percent, which could indicate potentially, depending on how this year's crop is coupled with the carryover, that we could be entering into a bullish market. But folks, I tell you what, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer in studio today. Andy Murnock from our Bowman office down with Pfeiffer's there, heading up the equipment auction division and also handling the regional. Uh, land auctions in that particular area for Pfeiffer's. If you want to get a hold of any of the Pfeiffer's auctioneers for equipment or land or any of their farmland managers, you can go to their website at Pfeiffer's.com or you can go to the Pfeiffer's contact our team page and get a hold of any of them or you can obviously call them at 877 877- 700-4099. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. We'll be right back after this break. $1,000 bid, $2,000 wares, $1,750 here now, too. 
Sold your way for seventeen hundred and fifty. Here now, one thousand dollar bidder now, one thousand. Welcome back to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Piper, America's Land Auctioneer. Joining me as co-host today and in studio from Bowman, North Dakota, Andy Murnack, who heads up the equipment auction division for Pfeiffer's and also handles the regional land auctions for Pfeiffer's in western North Dakota and eastern Montana. He has the unique perspective of seeing things from a farmer and a rancher and an auctioneer and a realtor. So it's always good to have Andy in studio, and we appreciate him being with us today. Folks, I want to just, again, thank you all for listening to our show. And I tell you, we take a lot of pride in this being an educational show. And again, year, you know, week in and week out, we try and bring in guests and experts from Pfeiffer's who can shed light on the market and where we are with the equipment market for uh, farming or the farmland market, the recreational and hunting land market, which is kind of interesting. And I was looking at the Pfeiffer's website here just recently and with about 60 land auctions coming up over the course of the next 90 days, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for buyers. Also a dozen or 12 to 15 equipment auctions on the agenda. A lot of opportunity if you're interested in buying equipment obviously and iron for different uh, variety of uses whether it's farming or construction but again a lot of great opportunities Andy one thing that I noticed on the Pfeiffer's website of course and you know I'm a big fan of western North Dakota and I always have been even though I grew up in the the northern part of the Red River Valley but I've really been enamored with you know I love Bowman Slope Adams Hedinger Stark County but this piece of land that your Bowman office has coming up for sale right next to the fairgrounds there in, in southern Stark County, south of Dickinson, that is going to be kind of one of the marquee sales that Pfeiffer's has on the agenda coming up here. And that's coming up here in September yet. Yeah, it's coming up here actually in, in two weeks. We got September 28th. Uh, we've got an amazing property. Just a, uh, I think it's within three miles of Dickinson, North Dakota. We've got it broke down into 40 acre parcels for the most part. You can either buy a 40 or you can buy an 80. Uh, there's two quarters of really, really nice cropland there on the on the far east side of the property. Virtually all contiguous. Uh, unbelievable property. It's a great opportunity if you're in southwest North Dakota. If you're looking for uh, a property that's got excellent return on investment, perfect potential for development only a few miles outside of Dickinson it's actually being developed on the south side it's being developed on the east side already um, tremendous access it's only about two miles from the airport actually I, I struggled droning it because the, the restrictions of droning <laughs> around the airport uh, the uh, the buffer zone actually went over top of the property so my drone would stop at a certain point so I interesting yes yeah, so, that so, is cool. so, so if you're if, if if anybody's on the website at pipers.com looking up the information and you're looking at the drone video and wondering why we don't have drone footage of numbers one uh, parcels <laughs> one two and three it's because uh, the FAA wouldn't let me so uh, but anyway it's a it's really a great opportunity and and there the original farmstead is there and that's going to sell in 140 acre parcel as well and just a really really neat property altogether. You know, the nice part about Stark County that I like, too, is, you know, the really, you know, you, you know, people out, out in western North Dakota, you know, they understand all this. But, you know, eastern North Dakota and in western Minnesota, never really an issue with finding water or anything there. But obviously, if you're going to develop land or buy a parcel land, want to put up a building, whatever, you're going to want to have access to great water. But 
you know, you got to remember, we've got Southwest Pipeline out there. You, they have really, really good well water in that part of uh, Western North Dakota. So, again, like you said, good access and all that. So, again, for somebody who wants to buy 40, 80 acres and you're in a beautiful part of Western North Dakota, what a great opportunity because you don't see this every day where you can buy smaller parcels like this. You usually got to go in and buy the whole ranch, right? Yeah. But what a great opportunity here. It is. And and you really got an opportunity because the landscape itself has got such a nice, uh, steady, solid roll to it. You know, so it's, you can have some privacy in each of, each of the 40-acre parcels. Or And you know the way we sell land, right? We got the high bidder choice on it. You can take one, two, or any combination of multiple parcels. So if you don't want just a 40-acre piece, you can take 120 or you can take the whole section if you'd like. But uh, this this piece is really uh, going to be an eye opener in the area. It's going to be a tremendous opportunity, a tremendous auction. Where I, you know, can't be more excited for the property itself coming up on September 28th in Dickinson. So, if you, folks, if you're looking for some really good development land or just a piece of property to have your own, you can buy it all, and you get yourself a nice sprawling ranch, of course. But a great opportunity on September 28th. That sale will be in Dickinson, North Dakota. Really good quality uh, Stark County land. The other nice thing, too, about some of that land is, you know, they highly productive land in Stark County, too. And you think about even the cropland in Stark County, for the most part, you know, we're going to be selling a piece of land there right on the Stark County, Hedinger County land for used to be the, the Miller family. Uh, that's another one that basically it's really in Hedinger County, but the one quarter is borders Stark County. So that's another nice one coming up here in September, too. So when you think about it out there, all the different offerings that Pfeiffer's has coming up is going to be a pretty good opportunity for farmers, ranchers, investors. Uh, again, like we always say, if it has great access, if it has uh, aesthetic beauty, and if you and if you uh, can get water in that property, don't worry about the electricity. You'll get it there if it's not there, right? Uh, but what a great opportunity. You got the best of everything, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a great combination for everything. You know, and again, I encourage everybody to go to Pfeiffer's.com. You can go to Pfeiffer's.com. Go to our land auction website, a portion of the website, and you can log on to all those different auctions, some really great ones coming up. And, you know, the thing of it is, yeah, land values may be up around 10 12% this year. But, again, you know, if you're a seller, good for you. If you're a buyer, you know, really, you know, land has always been a good investment. I don't think you need to worry about that. If you look at over the course of the last 30, 40 years, land has basically hung in there or maybe even outperformed the S&P over the years. So, again, a great opportunity if you want to buy it either for an investment or for a home or if you want to partner with somebody. It's kind of interesting, Danny, when you look at the profile of Pfeiffer's buyers, you know what, 65, 70% of their buyers are farmers and ranchers and the other 30, 35% are investors or recreational buyers, hunter buyers or whatever. But a lot of times you'll see people go together and they'll form partnerships or whatever too and buy land, won't you? Especially in Western North Dakota, we have hunting and recreational land up for auction. Yeah, specifically in Western North Dakota. And that's, you know, we've got the uh, sale coming up in October that's designed to really bring all of these worlds together. And that's the Western Dakota land auction where we'll have nine, 10 auctions in a, in a three-day period there from, uh, what what are the dates here this year? I think it's October 19th through the 22nd. Yeah, the third weekend of October, yep. I believe. Yep. yep, 19th through the 22nd. And I think we've got seven or eight different auctions in there. Oliver County, Morton County, Stark County, Adams, Hedinger, uh, Slope County, Bowman County. And we'll we'll bring all of these uh, different buyers together. And you'll see a lot of those partnerships formed. You'll see the, the out-of-state owners, especially when they're coming in to buy Hedinger County land or Adams County land. Or we've got an unbelievable property in Corson County, South Dakota, right outside of Lemon. And you... You see these guys come in 
to make their purchases. They're looking for a modest return on their investment, but they want a local buyer or a, lo- a local tenant to number one, take care of the property. And number two, form the relationships. And when they come up here, they have an opportunity to to visit with somebody and and maybe expand their hunting uh, rights outside of their own property that they own. So there's a lot of lot of those partnerships that are formed, and it's really really neat. And it's a great relationships that we get to build over the years. Absolutely, you know, and I've really enjoyed it over the years. Whether we're s- selling land for a group of investors that have gone together, whether they're out of Minneapolis or Denver or Fargo, wherever they might be out of, or maybe they're going together and buying land and that type of thing. But it's it's always unique. Uh, to be in, involved in those types of transactions because the people really, you know, they all share one common denominator, and that is they love the land, they love the great outdoors, they love the hunting part of it, they love the camaraderie and that type of thing. So, again, what a great offering this year that Pfeiffer's has. And, again, the Pfeiffer's Fall Catalog is on the market right now. If you want the Fall Catalog, uh, basically go to Pfeiffer's website or call Pfeiffer's at 877 877- 700-4099. You can get the catalog. I believe there's 55 land auctions in there, number of equipment auctions in there too, and a bunch of other things that, you know, you might might interest you if you're looking to purchase land and in the future if you want to be selling land. Again, folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer in studio today. Andy Murnack from Pfeiffer's Bowman office, and Andy covers the entire country for Pfeiffer's, uh, spearheading their equipment auctions, a division that has grown uh, three or fourfold just over the last couple of years under under his leadership. And he also spearheads, uh, along with Jim Savvy, the regional land auctions out in that part of the country and eastern Montana and western North Dakota. Folks, if you want to get a hold of the Pfeiffer's team, call 877-700-4099 or go to Pfeiffer's.com and get a hold of their Pfeiffer's equipment auctioneers or Pfeiffer's land auctioneers and real estate agents or their farmland managers. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. We'll be right back after this break. In it here now, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to bid on here now. Who bid $500,000 bid? I'm in 500 in. Welcome back to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer, America's Land Auctioneer. I want to thank all of you for being with us today. Appreciate everybody being here. And also want to thank Andy Murnock, who's actually in studio today. Andy Murnock out of Pfeiffer's regional office in Bowman, North Dakota. Andy spearheads Pfeiffer's equipment auctions throughout the entire country in North America. Appreciate him having with us, being with us today. And he also, along with his partner over there, Jim Sabby, spearheads the land auctions for Pfeiffer's in Western North Dakota and Eastern Montana. Andy, we really haven't touched a whole lot on Montana, but man, I've noticed here just recently that you guys have had a lot of activity in uh, Montana recently on, uh, on sales. I mean, you sold a, a big ranch over there and you got a couple of other things going on there. But, man, you talk about beautiful country, huh, Montana? Oh, without a doubt. You know, eastern Montana's got a lot of, a lot of great aspects to it. Western Montana's kind of a, a beautiful spot. We've got, a, got an agent out in Bozeman now, John Andrus. He's uh, really spearheading our entire, the entire state of Montana, cover, covers it from east to west. Uh, He's tucked out there in the mountains and along the Madison River and the the beginning of the Missouri River and and really in a really cool spot. But uh, we get out into into real ranch country as soon as you kind of get past Billings or east of Billings and east of Miles City and and all the way into Baker, Montana. John's got a property for sale north of Baker right now and a really, really neat neat piece there. Uh, (laughs) Came from an uh, an, an estate over there in that that part of the world. We're actually going to have the equipment auction coming up on 
October 14th, I believe, we're going to be doing the uh, the Toby Hurley Equipment Auction north of Baker. So uh, That's a nice sale. Yeah, come oh, up yeah, there. Montana's, Montana's great. I mean, you get, <laughs> just got so many different different types and styles of equipment, different types and, and landscapes of their real estate, and it just really provides a lot of different opportunity for, for those of us, you know, that uh, that grow up and and are wholeheartedly into, into North Dakota, there's a, really a lot of opportunity in the in the state of Montana. You know, I, I was noticing on the website, Andy, on that sale coming up north of Baker there, you have that nice Kubota loader tractor on there, and I think you have a Jeep on there and a few other nice things. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I, well, shouldn't say unfortunately, but I'm going to be doing a land auction for Darren Peterson out of Pfeiffer's uh, North uh, Auction Center of North America in Steel that day. We'll be down in Strasburg and, and Linton, I won't, so I won't be able to attend your sale there in North of Baker, but I'm going to be bidding online because I'm not going to be auctioning that day. I might bid on a couple items. I like that tractor and that Jeep and a few other things, but there is some really neat stuff coming up in that sale. There is, yeah. He's, he's got some brand new uh, equipment. You know, once you cross into that Montana side, you don't see the the big air seeders or the four-wheel drive tractors or the quad tracks or the large combines. You know, we really get into really marquee-style hay equipment, ranch equipment, uh, tractors with the loaders and and so here's a couple nice John Deere tractors on that sale. There's a Kubota, and I think it's a 2018. Got 140 hours on it. It's it's just a really really sharp tractor. It's 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 almost like brand new. Got a got a loader on it, and you know, well, it is brand new. It's it's just like it come off the dealership lot yesterday. Been well, shedded inside its whole life. That's a lot of fun to represent a family that's uh, taking good care of equipment like that and sell that type of equipment. You know, it's not a million dollar sale, but hey, it's a good sale, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, you know, those, a fun one. Those are the kind of ones you like to do and. You know, folks, there is a lot of great properties on Pfeiffer's website over in Montana if you're interested in anything like that. And, you know, you get in, you know, a lot of people say, you know, think of Montana, think of central Montana, western Montana, these great, beautiful ranches. But, you know, there in eastern Montana, there are a lot of beautiful ranches. So, I mean, yeah, you got you to look around a little bit to find them. You know, we got that big one coming up at Sydney, Montana. That's coming up here. I believe that's in November, 16th, yep. 16th of November. And, and there's going to be another sale coming up in, uh, I believe it's Billings County, North Dakota. You get up into some of that part of the country, some really just some unbelievably beautiful ranches. I mean, uh, I mean, just stunning views in some of those when you get into that part of the country, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we, you know, we pull a lot of that equipment out of the the Fallon County, Carter County area into our Western Dakota equipment auction, which is coming up here next week in uh, on September 24th. And that sales live and online both in Bowman. And that sale actually has grown. And what John Soride has been doing in, in the in the Eastern Montana side, bringing equipment into Bowman for that for that sale that we have in both March and in September. Uh, it's it's grown to be well hands down our biggest event of the year. So you know, Andy, uh, you know, before you took over equipment auction uh, manager for Piper's, I think Piper's doing fifteen land, uh, equipment auctions a year. Now you're doing around fifty a year. Obviously, you deserve a lot of credit or most of the credit for building that part of the company. You got a great team too, by the way, a really good team of equipment uh, auctioneers and salespeople and people that know equipment really well, like John Sorority, Jim Savvy and folks like that that really understand the equipment business. And that's important because, you know, really in this business, you know, knowledge is king. You got to know a lot about all of this equipment and everything. But, you know, how are you feeling right now about, the, you know, we're coming to the near, you know, we're, we're, we're in the third quarter here. We're getting to the end of the fourth quarter of this year. Uh, the cost of new equipment, and you're a farmer rancher too, so you understand it, the cost of new equipment versus what you can buy in the market today at an auction if you can go out and find quality equipment. I mean, there's such a disparity right now and such a gap in what 
new anything new costs these days, isn't there? Absolutely. We're seeing the the value of new equipment being virtually cost prohibitive for 90% of the operations. And and it's been great for our business, right? I mean, because we're starting to see a lot of people looking towards the the good used equipment market. If it's been meticulously cared for, it holds value. If it's been well, you know, shedded, uh, well-maintained, that type of equipment, if it's coming from a trustworthy operation, the value itself actually isn't depreciating at a pace that it may, may, may have been probably eight or 10 years ago. And it's really because of the value of the new equipment being cost prohibitive to so many operations anymore that we're starting to see everybody looking towards the, the low-houred late models, uh, one, two, three to five-year-old used equipment. And really when we start putting in, into the numbers and what I'm hearing from a lot of producers around the region is everybody's really starting to pay attention to their rate of depreciation, what it costs to run that piece of, you know, piece of equipment, whether it's a tractor or an implement, uh, an air seat or a combine, whatever the case is, we're really starting to see everybody pinpointing what it's costing them per hour per acre and managing that depreciation. And the guys that manage the depreciation, they can make it through this, right? They can make it through the drought. They can make it through a slump of commodity prices because they're managing their overhead better. And so that's what we're really starting to see and where the value of the used equipment market is really maintaining its strength because if you're buying from a trustworthy source, you can come to any Piper's auction and we'll represent the equipment exactly how it was and how it was maintained and how it was used for the last few years. And that way you know exactly what you're getting. And you can come into this into these uh, equipment markets and buy some of this equipment and use it for $30, $40, $50 an hour versus $500, $600 an hour if you're not maintaining it or not taking care of a, a brand new piece of equipment. You know, it, it, and it does also go back to, you know, if you're, a, and again, very conscientious about being a good operator, if day in and day out you're taking care of that equipment, how important is it, Andy, that if you're going to be selling equipment, is it that, that you have maintenance records and you have supporting data that can back up how well you've maintained that equipment over years. Is that, is that, uh, is that very important to a buyer and to a seller? Absolutely. It's, it's just as important to a buyer. Actually, I'm fine. I find a lot of times the buyers don't really dissect the maintenance records that, that are kept. But if they, if we have maintenance records and they, they are kept up, then the it's the confidence in the bidding right and and auctions are all about confidence and competition and so, perception it tells a lot about the seller doesn't it absolutely. if they have the maintenance records versus not yeah absolutely if it's coming from a trustworthy source source and you walk into a guy's place and it's well manicured mm-hmm. and the, the equipment's sitting inside and it's shedded and and it's been washed before you know before it was put away there's a big difference between that and going onto a onto a, a ranch where the the twine's still wrapped around the axles right mm-hmm. i mean so there's there's just a big a perception is key and our you know part of our job is to make sure that everything's represented the way it was but we want to make sure that it was it's presented as well as possible too yeah again it just goes back to you know and, and in our part of the country fortunately we got we got honest people we're dealing with fair representation and accurate representation and everything but again i think what you're telling everybody including our our, our listening audience today is that you know, if you're looking at doing a, having an upcoming equipment auction, you know, make sure you do have good records. Take care of your equipment, obviously. Make sure that you uh, don't have any deferred maintenance that could cause issues down the road. Because, again, that could be, that could cause a lot of problems, too. And, you know, we've seen that over the years where, you know, you might have you might have an issue just a few weeks later with a piece of equipment because there was some deferred maintenance. And you don't want a buyer to be in a position like that. Absolutely. You know, and we've had some tremendous sales that, you know, 
I always think of the the Bonhoff approach is what I call it. We had Sheldon and, and Robert Bonhoff's uh, auction down by New England, North Dakota last year, and it was one of those places that when you walked onto their into their yard or you walked onto their farm, you knew exactly without even looking at the equipment what kind of condition it was in. Yeah. And and we're seeing that that's be, becoming more and more prevalent every year. And now that the cost of a, a combine or a tractor is hitting that, you know, 200, 250,000 for a nice piece of used equipment. Well, there's a lot more care and a lot more maintenance that's going into this equipment. And, and we're seeing a lot more care coming from trustworthy sources. And that's, that's where, where Pifers is really procuring all their equipment from. And we're, we, we really strive to make sure that those guys are, are well represented, that their equipment is, is presented and, and, and looking the, looking the part as well. But we want our buyers having the confidence and knowing where that piece of equipment came from, how well it was taken care of, and what they can expect for, for future maintenance, you know, in the, in the near term. You know, when we come back from our break, I want to talk about the online equipment and land auctions and how that's changed the auction profession, which you and I both love so much and has been a big part of our lives. And we want to talk about the online component and how notable the Pfeiffer's online equipment auction success has been. Uh, I think turning a lot of heads in the industry and outside of the industry and the number of uh, successful sales that Pfeiffer's has had even been highlighted in a in certain uh, industry magazines and other platforms over the last year about the success that Piper's having with their online auction. So again, I do want to touch on that and the importance of that and the importance of having the live auctioneer with the simulcast online bidding, the phone bidding, all at one, all three of those taking place at the same time again, so that you get the benefit of all of those for your seller and also providing those venues for bidding to the to the to the buyers are very important. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. If you want to get a hold of any of the Pfeiffer staff, go to Pfeiffer's.com. You can contact any of their farmland managers, farmland auctioneers, or real estate agents, or you can call Pfeiffer's 877-700-4099. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. We'll be right back after this break. Spin the money gonna do no 35, and I have sold it to you right there. Good bird, just great. Bye. Alvin bid on here now, fifty thousand dollar bid now, twenty five bid thirty. Alvin twenty five dollar bid on thirty and one thirty thousand dollars here now. They're gonna be now thirty thousand dollar bid and now five. Welcome back to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer, America's Land Auctioneer. Fortunate today to be joined by Andy Murnack, who heads up Pfeiffer's equipment auctions for North America and throughout the entire company. And he's also one of the regional managers for Pfeiffer's land auctions throughout Western North Dakota and Eastern Montana and into South Dakota. Andy, we've had a great show today. Appreciate you being on with us. And I know in the past, you and I have had numerous discussions, uh, some of it over uh, a beverage and some of it over a coffee or whatever about how the internet and the online bidding and how that entire space has really transformed not only the auction profession, but the auction industry itself. And we certainly have seen, Andy, how big of a mark the online bidding and that entire internet platform has changed the auction industry. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, just internally with Piper's auction uh, itself, you know, we've seen the dynamics of the internet and how it's change the the whole atmosphere of the uh, of the equipment auctions and now even into the land auctions in 2009 we started our very first uh e- internet equipment auction where we we went simul- simultaneously with a live auctioneer 
you know, I think that day, Kevin, if you remember north of Medora, we probably had seven or eight total bids maybe. And in today's market, we're actually 25 to 35%, depending on the auction sale of total bids are coming in over the internet. So we're really exponentially increasing the amount of buyers and, and active bidders that are, that are able to participate in, in each and every auction. You know, and what's interesting is, you know, when you take it from a seller's perspective, you really open uh, the entire world really to the seller when it comes to potential buyers, rather than just having a, a rather local or regional buyer base. Now you have basically a national or basically a North American buyer base uh, that's available to your clients, which is a tremendous service to your clients if you're representing them in the selling capacity. But then also for the buyers, it creates such a great convenience because, you know, if a buyer, let's say, for instance, you're in the cattle business, you're out calving or whatever, you got a lot of stuff going on, or if you're planting a crop or if you're harvesting a crop, the convenience of the online bidding is that you can now bid from your Pfeiffer's Apple app on your phone, or you can bid from your computer or whatever it might be. But, you know, Andy, when you look at it from that perspective, it's a win-win for the seller and the buyer, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. You know, the convenience of it. And if you do a timed online only auction, which we do, we, you know, we do dozens of those a year through, uh, through Pfeiffer's.com. Uh, you've got the, you know, as, as far as the, the seller's concerned, they've got the convenience of maybe not having to transport equipment. And then the buyer side, you know, they, they have the ability to come and inspect equipment at any time they want to, or, or certainly ask one of the uh, Pfeiffer's auction professionals to inspect the equipment for you. And we'll certainly walk around, give you extra pictures or whatnot, make sure you can do your due, due diligence ahead of time. And it's, really a you know a primary focus of ours to make sure it's represented ahead of time so you have the comfort level and the and and the ability to to bid with you know even if it is sight unseen you know and you and i have talked a lot too kevin about we're live auctioneers first however without the simultaneous online bidding you know i think it's a huge element that's that's missing you know with with other companies versus versus how we do it with the simulcast and the convenience of a, of a seller having the ability to choose a live auction with simulcast online bidding or just timed online only auction is really at their discretion. Yeah, you know, that brings up a really interesting point. But first of all, I want to touch on the representation part. And I think, you know, you explained that very, very well, because I think for buyers, you know, they become a lot, they trust the internet bidding process more and they really begin to trust the auction company. And I know at Kuiper's, you and your staff, your equipment division there, you guys have done a, phenomenal job basically of documenting anything because really Andy if you don't have fairness and transparency and honest representation things can go south in a hurry can't they yeah absolutely you know we've got guys that uh, that call us you know on a daily basis and and maybe we're missing a piece of information or we're missing a picture we're, we you know we'd be glad to make sure that 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 you get that information if you don't have the ability to go look at it yourself and the last thing we want is the ability you know is for a buyer to to want to send a piece of equipment back. So we want them to know exactly what they're getting, when they're getting it and how they're getting it and, and what kind of condition, quality, shape it's in and, and what kind of home it's coming from first and foremost, because that tell, certainly tells you a lot about each item. So I, I, don't have a, I don't have a guy on our staff that I wouldn't trust to completely give you the, the down low on, on absolutely every piece of equipment. And, and you know, these, everybody on, on our team really takes the, takes the time to, to learn each operation and learn the, the, the items that we're, that we're presenting and how we're representing it. Yeah, that's that's absolutely critical, and I think you know the nice thing about it is, for the most part, is that you know the buyers have become very comfortable with it. They trust you and your staff. They they know you're honest, you're transparent, you're fair, 
And, you know, we want to make sure that it's a good, it's a win-win situation for the seller and the buyer. Even though we represent the seller, we have a, we have a responsibility to the buyer to, to, to have fair and, and accurate representation. And, and just so the, the listeners, our listeners here on America's Land Auctioneer understand that, you know, basically when it comes to the Internet, you have three different types of auctions. Well, you first of all, you can have the live auction only with the live auctioneer and the ringman, but then you can have the simulcast that Andy Murnack talked about where it's live, but then you have the Internet bidding. Simultaneously, you got a simulcast going on. So you can bidding live, and you're, you can sometimes you can see the auctioneer. For sure, you can always hear the auctioneer. You're hitting the dinger on your computer or on your phone, and you're bidding right along with those folks who are standing on site there with the live auctioneer. And then the other uh, auction that Andy talked about is the timed online, where it's the internet bidding only, and you have to bid by such an such an hour within a certain day. But you got about three or four or five days to bid on it, leading up until the time when it begins to close that particular item. Now, pipers were obviously, like Andy talked about, we're big fans of the live auction with the simulcast bidding. And there might be an instance or two where timed online might be a little bit better. And let's say, for instance, we only had three or four items, and they were heavy items, and you had to move them hundreds of miles or whatever. Maybe the timed online is a lot better. It's more efficient. You're more productive. Your net profit's going to be more. So maybe that's better. But really, our experience has been that if you do the live auction with the simulcast, Andy, don't you think that you, almost nine out of ten times you're going to have the best result if the auction company has taken the time to go on site, be the live auctioneer, have the ringmen, and do the simulcast, internet bidding, even though it's a lot more work for the auction company, but that's when you're really providing your client a great service, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we really thrive on the momentum of a live auction sale and, and the online component really just adds to it. Uh, still, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of, like you said, a lot of scenarios where the timed online auction may work best for, for any particular client. But of course we're live auctioneers first and we love the momentum of the, of the sale day. Absolutely. You know, it really makes it, I think, with such a, a more dynamic atmosphere and environment for, for everybody involved, really. I mean, for the seller and the buyer and everybody likes that environment. And at the same time, then you're providing that great convenience. And this is transparent even with uh, a land auction, Andy. So we've been doing a lot of the live auctions with the, with the uh, online bidding, too, haven't we? Yeah, we're offering all of our uh, land auctions now with an online simulcast as well. Uh, there's been a few uh, timed online-only auctions for, that uh, that our clients have, have chosen throughout the Upper Midwest region, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin. But uh, but after really after 2020 and the uh, the effects of COVID, we've offered all land auctions are uh, have the ability to to bid from uh, you know simultaneously with uh, with the auctioneer over the online bidding platform. You know, folks, I tell you what, if you want to do it and do it right, you get a hold of Andy Murnack with Pfeiffer's Regional Office in Bowman, North Dakota. He also runs the North American equipment auctions for Pfeiffer throughout the entire continent. Does a great job for Pfeiffer's, him and his team, and spearheads the land auction division out in western North Dakota, eastern Montana, and in South Dakota. Doing a great job. Andy, thanks for being with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. You appreciate it very much. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. If you want to get a hold of any of Pfeiffer's land auctioneers, equipment auctioneers, farm real estate agents, or even their farmland managers who manage 230,000 acres of farmland, you can call them at 877-700-4099 or go to their website. It is a great website, very uh, user-friendly. Go to Pfeiffer's.com. You can walk through there. 
click on to contact our team and you'll see the 20 plus people there that you can be in touch with for whatever services you need. Folks, I appreciate you listening today. You've been listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Piper. Thank you for being with us. We look forward to being with you next week on America's Land Auctioneer.